Thomas, with the deadline looming and so many names being bandied about, this is a really tough time for a lot of guys. How do you kind of maintain the focus on the PIs and not? Well, I spoke a little bit about that yesterday. They're human beings, and, and um, there's a lot of factors that come into answering a phone in the next seven days and telling, having a general manager tell you you're moving your family and taking your life somewhere else. Uh, but also, we get into this business knowing that can happen. So you have to have a good support system around you, whether it's your family, your agent, your teammates, uh, to help you get through this week. Uh, but you know coming in that it could happen, and uh, when you're in 30th place, uh, it has a greater chance of happening because obviously with the group we have, that we haven't had the success we've wanted, uh, so changes have to be made. Um, you know, so really there's the game itself and the ability to go out and play should be your escape. You should be able to go and enjoy those moments and play hard and, and um, prove to the group here or to the rest of the NHL that you belong and and maybe deserve more than what you've got here. So do you learn as much from a guy in these last 20 relatively meaningless games of the standings as you would if you were in a playoff race? Well, one of the things that uh, a real big goal of ours at the beginning of the year, we talked about holding those cards. That was an analogy that I used in, um, in staying in games longer and staying in the battle longer. Um, whether it's a loose puck battle, whether it's just in the mental part of, of staying in a game maybe you're behind in, um, maybe being a little lower in the standings than you want. And that wasn't just an analogy that was going to be used for the first 30 games. It was a year-long analogy. And I think the, the ability to evaluate down the stretch here is uh, a great one for us. Um, the trade deadline is going to come and go, and we're going to have a number of games left. Players are going to reveal... Um, you know, their ability to play together and what they have as far as character goes as a team and also individually, and we'll be watching. Guys, you also be bringing up guys in minors, take a look at, so that's kind of an audition time for... Well, it is, and, and I have... I don't think you just give players in the minors the opportunity to come up and play an audition. They have to have done something there to earn the right to come up here, and it's a real good motivating tool for anybody that's playing in... Uh, in Bakersfield right now. Um, trade deadline passes, roster is set, players can come up and, and uh, coaching staff, management, teammates will take a look at some new bodies, but you have to earn it down there. It's not just, hey, let's give them a look and it's a freebie. Earn it and you'll get the, the chance. How do you think played? How do I think Korpikoski's played? I think Korpi's done um, a good job in a lot of the areas that we've asked him to, uh, to compete in. Uh, penalty kill, he's a fourth line uh, winger, he has the ability to play physical, he can play defensively. Um, most of his minutes are um, defensive orientated, penalty kill, he's not going to get a lot of offensive scoring chances, he's probably going to give up more than he gets uh, because of situations he's put into on the ice, but um, I think Corpy's been good for our team. How do you evaluate as a coach like, the, the split-second decisions, and they're not always going to be right because the game's fast, but there's other ones that where a player has three or four seconds sometimes to analyze the play on the ice. And if you're making the wrong play and you're a veteran, does that concern you as a coach? Do you feel that's not a buy-in, or is it the player not thinking the game correctly? How do you address that? How do you change it? And how do you know when maybe the guy is just not going to be capable 
Well, there's, I think there's a combination of factors that come into play. One, did he make the right read? And, and players make mistakes. You alluded to that. It's, it's a game of mistakes, and, and they make errors. So if it was a poor read and they didn't make the right one, let's work on it. Let's try and get them into position when they're better. Two, do they have the ability to do it? Can they skate? Can they, are they physically strong enough to win that read and get it done? Um, sometimes I want to do the right thing as a player, but I might not have the skill set to beat you. Um, we have to live with that a little bit sometimes too. The, the problem point comes is when the player is delinquent, and I've used that, that term a number of times now. He knows, he has the ability, and he gets to make a choice on whether or not he wants to get the job done. And there's still mistakes made in those areas where you get confused or there's no communication. But over time, if you keep seeing the same delinquent mistake, um, it has to change at some point. And I, I've talked about that if the... If Four or five coaches have told you, you know, you need to fix this in your game. At some point, you're laying in your bed and you're going, you know what? I need to fix this in my game. Coach can put out the strategy and talk system and everything. Ultimately, it still comes down to the players to execute it on the ice. Where does the balance come in where if you're saying do this and he's not doing it, where the other players have to hold the other guys accountable? When do you find well, that balance? When you ask a question like that, one thing comes in, you know, and I, and I answer it. I will have a tendency to separate our staff and myself from the team, and that's not the way it is. We're responsible also, and we're in it with them. Um, so there is no separation between coach and player or anything like that. So the mistakes that are made on the ice are as much my responsibility as they are the player's responsibility. Um, player accountability from one individual to the other and the ability to deal with it properly, not just yell and scream, is a very powerful thing in the locker room. And we're working towards that. We're getting better. And I ask this because the experience with a guy like Joe Thorne, for instance, in San Jose was a leader, that if the coach says something and a guy doesn't, then maybe the, when Joe Thornton says it to a player in a different fashion, it resonates better. Do like, you need a guy like that to emerge from your team? Um, Two or three guys like that? Well, if we... If we just think of that scenario and leave names out of it, um, I think that those players, and, and maybe I'll bring Jumbo back into it, Jumbo would take it upon himself to go out on the ice and do it right. And then say, okay, follow me. And then he had the ability to go after individuals. So, um, you know, we, we need um, evolution of, of leadership on our team as well. And um, the players that have been around here for a long time, the, the, the star type players, have it in them. They have the ability to lead, but they have to do it right all the time. They have to, to commit to doing it right all the time. They can make as many mistakes as they want and lead. That's not a problem. But commit to doing it right all the time. That's a summer project for me. Yep, we were going to give it. Well, I, I think there's been a number of guys in situations that have stepped up. You know, you you guys don't see it, and we talk about it a little bit. But there's been some real good leadership moments from a number of players on, on our team. Excellent moments, and uh, it's just getting it to come out consistently. That's what we'll be looking for. And what happens when it's not going so well? We talked about that at the beginning of the year. That's when we're watching. Like a guy like Matt Hendricks says, he's an obvious captain, but he doesn't play a whole lot of minutes, so it's tough to get a captain. Steve Eiserman was our captain in my three years in, in Detroit. Now he was a dominant Hall of Fame guy, but he didn't play very, very many minutes, and he did a real good job. What kind of challenges to the center? Um, revenge.
you know, so right away, I, I would like to think that our team would be very motivated to play against them if, if we had that type of game, uh, you know, so they're going to be hungry. They're closer to a playoff position than us, so they're going to be excited about pushing and, and playing. They're on a little bit of a roll. Um, I think they're back in, obviously, with Carlson. He's such a dynamic guy, but Dion adds uh, a lot more to that back end. Um, CC has the ability to go, so they create a lot of offensive opportunities from their back end, either skating or shooting. Um, so there's a challenge there. Um, you know, and the goaltenders played well, so we have a challenge every night. Well, I, w I wasn't the only one at that game. We had 20 guys that were at that game too. So if they if they already forget what happened 15, 20 days ago, shame on them. They better be prepared. You know, and I'll I'll talk to them about it. But they better be prepared to play and uh, and deliver. Well, I think you're probably particularly talking about Carlson. So uh, 82 times a year, somebody has a game plan for him, and he seems to get uh, 85 points. So, um, you know, it's not easy, first of all. And um, he has the ability to transition uh, very, very quick, either with the puck or without the puck. As soon as it's leaving their zone, he's on his toes, and he's taking four strides, and that's all he needs. He's faster than everybody else. So he's up into the play. So you have to have an awareness of where he is and where you are positioned on the ice. Um, easier said than done. The intent will be there, but he still gets away from a lot of teams. Um, he's obviously very dangerous on the blue line um, with his vision and his ability to shoot and create and make plays. So shooting lanes will be important. Um, taking his receivers away are important. But uh, I don't think there's a, there's a team in the league that's going to shut him down continually. He's going to have an impact on the game. Um, you have to counter that by having some good offensive chances against him too.